0: On the daily walk.
1: Good morning. It's Tuesday, July thirty-one, last day of the month. Welcome oh, to Daily yes. Walk. I am Becky De Oliveira,
0: and I'm Japheth De Oliveira.
1: You're looking forward to the end of the month. Why? Well, I am indeed. You didn't because like this m- month.
0: No, because I'm hoping that something happens tomorrow. But I will tell you. We'll see tomorrow if, I, if it works. Uh, anyway, um, so let me pray. Let me pray for the end of this month and uh, today as well. Heavenly Father, bless today. Uh, bless this moment as we just pause for a moment in Your Word, and uh, may Your Spirit lead us into new insights. Site, new application. I ask this every day because it is a good thing. And we ask, the Lord, that uh, the application actually transform us as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Message day, Tuesday. So no,
0: no American comment? Oh, good. good. I all right. didn't want
1: to make the yeah. same comment twice <laughs> in a row. It would be oh, yeah. yeah all right. Romans 6, 1 through 14, subtitle, When Death Becomes Life. Oh, and it's super long. Well, a well good sentence longer than all the others, or paragraph longer. Okay. So what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. If we've left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? That is what happened in baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered into the new country of grace, a new life and a new land. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace-sovereign country. Could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ, a decisive end to that sin-miserable life. No longer it sends every beck and call. What we believe is this. If we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, we also get included in His life-saving resurrection. We know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end of death as the end. Never again will death have the last word. When Jesus died, He took sin down with Him, but alive He brings God down to us. From now on, think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language that means nothing to you. God speaks your mother tongue, and you hang on every word. You are dead to sin and alive to God. That's what Jesus did. That means you must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give at the time of day. Don't even run little errands that are connected with that old way of life. Throw yourselves wholeheartedly and full-time. Remember, you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. Sin can't tell you how to live. After all, you're not living under that old tyranny any longer. You're living in the freedom of God.
0: Hmm. Did you enjoy that? Sure. Kind of. Oh, come on. It's your favorite. It's the message. It's the paraphrase. I know. You look forward to it every week. I do. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's our question for today then. What part of life is God's grace challenging you to change? What part of life is God's grace challenging you to change? My Man. attitude, obviously. Oh. <laughs> to the message. Yes. <laughs> oh, poor my Eugene. You'll have to, to the write message. to him.
1: No, my attitude toward this entire concept. <laughs> I don't know. Again...
0: I yes. Guess today, really it just so st- happened
1: yes. I was editing something, uh-huh. and it was one of those typical Adventist stories where somebody who hasn't been to church for a very long time uh-huh. comes back to church. That's and great. She's been living a very worldly lifestyle, okay, for forty years. It's mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Right? A worldly lifestyle—we don't know what that means—but then we get a little bit of a clue as to what it means because, get this: what does a story like this always say next? What is the, the first clue that the surrounding saints have that this woman lives a worldly lifestyle? Go ahead, tell me.
0: I don't know. It's I don't... one of
1: your five senses. Which, which of your senses is the most visceral?
0: I don't want to say.
1: It's your sense of smell. Okay. So the person in a story like this, they always smell. Okay. And what do they always smell of? Smoke? Smoke. Okay. They got it in okay. one. Good yes. Guess. They smell smoky. Should and I? yet... <laughs> The other people are nice to them anyway.
0: Wow. And that's this, great.
1: In spite of smelling like smoke, oh, can you good. imagine?
0: I know. I'm shocked.
1: The other people are kind. Wow. And they, you know, don't throw her out on her ear. Okay, that's great. And so she actually eventually realizes, wow, these people accept me even though I smell like smoke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so she comes back and becomes a faithful member of the congregation Stop smoking, by the way. Hey, that's good. But She's gonna live I don't longer. know. I guess my question with all of this uh-huh. is, what are? Again, I keep coming back to what our idea of sin is. So everybody's going to flip if somebody comes in and they're smelling like smoke or they're being worldly. But there I, are all kinds of uh, things we can live our lives utterly sinful, being successful, mm. being focused on you know the wrong mm. things, and people will give you awards for that. They'll act like you're a wonderful person. So. Kind of, I don't know. I think the way that we see ourselves as sinful or not, the way that we react to other people, what we even think of, I don't think that we know how to identify sin. If it is just breaking the Ten Commandments, the smoking thing isn't even one of those. No, it's, it's not there. It's, it's, at definitely,
0: all. it's definitely not just breaking the Ten and Commandments. And the Ten and Commandments, I, I like think, I've said before, are yeah.
1: relatively easy to keep because yeah. most of them are things that most kind of decent people don't do.
0: What's sin got to do with it?
1: What is sin? Like, what does it mean to sin? If I smoke, am I sinning? If I drink a cup of coffee, am I sinning? If I gossip about someone, you know, what is it that makes you sinful? Mm -hmm. So, how do you know what it is that you're supposed to change?
0: And Paul actually knows that this is a problem as well. And you're going to hate what I'm going to say because he actually does address this (laughs) much later. In the text,
1: I'm sure he addresses it by saying the same thing 500 no, times,
0: 500 times, just no, arranging the no. words
1: differently. But I don't know that that will satisfy my question. Okay, well, but look, I'm willing I, to wait and see what I, happens. I, Which chapter I, are we talking about where he addresses this and such?
0: Chapter seven.
1: So, okay, chapter seven. Next we, next are, chapter. we are
0: coming up there, and then uh, he does, he does some more in chapter nine and to 11. In chapters nine to 11, uh, and in chapter nine to, nine to 11, he's going to kind of uh really compressed down like the results of rejection and um, what we do with that and so yes but chapter seven he talks about the struggle with it and so on but yes look i I think that you're you're right it's not as clean cut as this and i think that in in fact
1: why don't um, you talk about what part of your life god's grace is challenging you to change
0: Yes, you can just cut me off and put me into that place. Well, I thought
1: that would I be did a more not want I question. did not want to
0: answer that question. That's a great question. This is the thing. I mean like Icky's now doing this, Mark was He's doing, doing the this. Mark I was to- I was talking it's to the Mark about this. I was doing They're this. All I was into talking to Mark about this on Wednesday. Stuff. Yes, that's, that's what, what, what it, it is. is. <laughs> we got to have them stop right in the daily walk.
1: I'm a West Coaster too, so
0: <laughs> So what part of life is God's grace challenging me uh, challenging me to change? Um, hmm. I think the fact that actually God has grace uh, gives me space to do lots of things, and uh, and I actually don't know um, how many things that I actually could share. That's the difficulty. Hmm. I mean, I, I think about I think about things every single day, but I'm so focused. I think on on conversations I'm having with so many different people about. All that they are processing in their life, and then I put all those pieces together, and I think about the community at large, and the church at large, and the direction of where we're going, and the need for the gospel to be out there. I, I really, I wonder whether we are truly translating the gospel uh, properly for everybody. When I think, and I think, I, I think, I don't think we're doing a good job of that.
1: One of my challenges is just continuing to try to make sure that I make room for other people and not see that is kind of um, cramping my style or like an extra to do item on a list. Yeah. Of I to
0: I do. I really do. I mean there are so many there's so many cross sections of life that we have with people and I I wish that people would be able to really just take more time with each other. Um yeah. And that would be good. That would be good. And, and that would be good for me as well. Um, and I wish I actually was able... Sorry, I dropped my pen holding in my ear. But I wish that actually we were all able to take more time with that. Uh, the grace that God gives us is time. Mm. And, and with that, the challenge is to use the time wisely. So uh, I'm now. I started riding my bicycle every morning. And, uh, and so I'm trying to... I've, I've got this friend of mine at the church. His name's uh, Russell. Uh, he's also my dentist. I'm trying to avoid my dentist. I haven't seen my dentist, what, in six months? Or, and so he keeps on sending me a text saying, hey, uh, when are you going to come see me? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see him. However, um, Russell uh, wants me to go riding with him, right? And I would like to do this, but I heard... Pastor Jessica went riding with him and oh my goodness, she said, hey, it's downhill one way, it's uphill the other way. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I've got to prep for this. So I've started riding every day. And as I'm riding every day, I'm using that time like you do when you when you run. I'm using that time to actually process and pray. And it's really, it's really good. I'm enjoying that Uh the, the kind of the ride the stillness outside is really beautiful early in the morning yeah i yeah, think that the... that gives me space to Diction. process a lot more oh it's really good so our time is up um and uh, and so let me wrap it up for today and, and think about this what part of life is god's grace challenging you to change think about that look after each other and live love hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today if you remember if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.